Welcome to the Self-Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed the Self-Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know, whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker that always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance. Today I'm going to talk about the term empath. I have actually had a great amount of difficulty wrapping my arms around that term. And I've spoken out against the use of that term. So one of the things I learned in my life is instead of talking or complaining about a problem, be a part of the solution. So with that in mind, I want to help people understand my version of the term. When I was a young man, the term empath was a metaphysical concept that meant that you had this otherworldly capacity to feel deeply into someone's soul, their life, their emotions, their pain, and understand them in a way that was almost supernatural. Many people still believe this. I rarely, I like to think never, make any comments about spirituality and religion. I don't have any thoughts or issues about that as a metaphysical concept. But of course, I always have something to say about psychological concepts. I'm a psychotherapist with a whole bunch of years behind me. One of my missions in life and many of you already know this, especially those who read my Human Magnet Syndrome book, is through my own healing journey, I am dedicated to helping people solve what many know as codependency, which I have renamed self-love deficit disorder. And to heal that, to overcome it, you cannot solve it by looking at the symptoms falling in love with narcissists, um, helping people while ignoring yourself, all of the many, many explanations that people use to explain self-love deficit disorder or codependency. My focus is to solve it by understanding its cause and focus the treatment at that specific level. If you have an infection, you don't want to keep cleaning a wound that's the symptom, but do do that. You need an antibiotic. If you have codependency or self-love deficit disorder, you don't want to go to a therapist and, and, and through cognitive behavioral techniques, CBT or EMDR, or through a myriad of different psychological theories and practices and techniques to try to overcome the habits and the problems and the ways of thinking and the relationships especially below your awareness in your brain in a place where you can't always even access or remember. And so I'm not going to talk about all that stuff because that's covered in my other materials. To heal, overcome self-love deficit disorder, you must understand 
that you voluntarily put yourself into a relationship with the narcissist. No matter how bad and nasty and manipulative that person is or was, all SLDs had an opportunity to leave. Maybe it became harder and more difficult to leave as the relationship continued, especially if the pathological narcissist was a covert narcissist or a sociopath. So through my 11 stage program, the codependency cure, I have successfully led people through the many stages to help them overcome SLDD. But the reason I bring that up is to understand why the term empath has become the chosen term for codependency or self-love deficit disorder. It is embraced by people who either do not understand or know that their SLDD is caused by psychological forces that come from within them that matches up by another person's psychological forces, which is the dance. I talk about the human magnet syndrome. And so many codependents, SLDs, self-love deficient, are angry and justifiably so and want to blame someone else. Who could blame them? Because you know when you're abused and hurt, which is not their fault, and I never blame SLDs for it, but when you blame someone else and want to escape it, but you cannot because of the countervailing forces that you don't even know about that keep you in, then you'll always be stuck. And the only way out of SLDD is to understand your role in the dance, as I term it in my book, the narcissist SLD dance, the leader and the follower, the needer and the giver, and why you chose to stay in it. And if you are not conscious of that, then to find out why. When someone says they are an empath and they are explaining their life and their problems with narcissists, they are choosing a feel-good term that vilifies the narcissist and paints themselves as the victim who does not have any responsibility in the problem. Again, let me say clearly, do not excuse abuse. Even if someone voluntarily went into the relationship and stayed in a relationship. But if you take on the term empath and conceptualize the problem that is that you just feel too strongly, you understand people's pain. You are so sensitive to the world around you and can get into someone's mind and heart and want to help them, that's not the problem. That's a gift. To be an empath is a gift. But to be an SLD is not a gift. Some people call it a curse, but I think that's a little heavy handed. My experience as a clinical practitioner, a psychotherapist, working with people who have self-love deficit disorder, who have walked them through a treatment program that has permanently resolved, solved, or neutralized it, is you must take responsibility for that which you brought to the relationship. Once you do that, then you can solve the problems that keep you mired in dysfunction, keep you stuck in the relationship. And that is the core shame, the, the, the pathological bone aching loneliness, the addiction, and everything that I explain as if people look at my self-love deficit disorder pyramid, which is a, my simple way of explaining the disorder. 
So if you embrace that, then you have a chance to be self-love abundant, which is the cure or the opposite of codependency or SLDD. But when you take on a term like empath, it's a feel-good term. It does not represent the problem. By not representing the problem, it could be argued that it is a form of denial. Choosing a term that makes you feel good, that vilifies another, that justifies your victimization while reinforcing one's denial and blindness to the impact of their choice or failure to make a choice to break the bonds of SLBD, the impact on their children, the creation of the next generation of narcissists and codependents, which is the first chapter of my human magnet syndrome book. I do not have any negative comments to people that refer to themselves as empaths. But if you are one, I beseech you to consider that you are an empath and that is independent of your SLDD. You can be an empath and be self-love abundant. You can be healthy and that's a beautiful thing. It could be argued that empaths struggle even when they're healthy of seeing people's pain. But if you are healthy, you have good boundaries. You have external boundaries and internal boundaries and you can shut that off. In addition, you're not gonna fall prey to the human magnet syndrome's compulsion to fall for a pathological narcissist. So if you consider yourself an empath and resist the term codependent or self-love deficit disorder, consider what I've said in this video. I am not trying to out you. I am not trying to embarrass you by the wall of denial you have placed in front of you. And by the way, denial is a process that, that isn't done by a person. It is a process that happens. And the, the acronym that I think is perfect is don't even know I am lying. Of course, the letters aren't completely right. In conclusion, empaths and codependents or people with self-love deficit disorder are the same when used similarly. And there is a whole community, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, uh, Facebook pages, Instagram groups, YouTube channels that provide the much needed support for folks that refer to themselves as empaths who are really SLDs. If you're an empath, so be it. I'm an empath. You have to be one if you're a psychotherapist, but your gift is not the same as your problem. If you're an empath and you are habitually, reflexively attracted to narcissists or stuck or entrapped by them, and you have low self-esteem and you don't love yourself, that's not an empath. You're an empath with self-love deficiency. And then get some help. Don't Go for the easy feel good term. If you had a really serious illness and someone said, hey, you know, I could, I could cure you in half the time and half the money and it won't hurt that much versus the surgeon who says, let's say it's like a hip replacement. And the surgeon goes, oh, you know, this is about as low as the prices you can get and it's expensive and it's gonna hurt like heck. And it will take, you know, three to six months rehabilitation, but it will solve the problem. Don't take the easy, feel-good route. Take the route that has the highest probability of solving the problem. To all the SLDs, empaths, and any combination of the two, I hope that you embrace this video, not as a condemnation of the name or the term that you most appreciate, but as an opportunity to look inside 
and see what you've not been able to see. It is our responsibility, me as recovering codependent or SLD, to solve the problems that we participated in so that we can overcome them. I hope this helps. Be well and take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self-love recovery community means the world to me. Spread the word. Let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that. Our future is in our hands, despite what anyone has told you before. You can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.